Blog Talk Radio. Morning, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. I'm Ann Ortley, sitting here at my bright red desk on a rainy day here in New York City. This is uh, November 24th, 2019, and we're having an astrology conference here in New York, so I'm off to speak at it uh, in a few minutes. Well, at the end of the show, I'll do the show, and then I leave. Um, but I also uh, am here, uh, you know, and giving you the weekly weather a little early because it's a rainy day and there's a lot of fun stuff in the heavens. So one of the big things that's up in the heavens this week as we're looking ahead is we have a lot of planetary transitions. So we're going to have Venus go into Capricorn. Uh, she's currently at Sag, and she's tied to the galactic center right now because she's at the last degrees of Sag. And then we're going to have Jupiter go into Capricorn on December 2nd. Uh, at the end of the week, or I'm sorry, yeah, December 2nd at the end of the, can't believe it's December already, I'm like, oh my God. Um, yeah, Jupiter going into Capricorn, where he starts a new 12-year journey. So we're at the last gasps of Sagittarius. And the other thing that's happening this week is Neptune is stationing to go direct. Um, he's been moving backwards since the sign of Cancer, since the season when the sun was in Cancer. And now this week he stops and he turns and he goes forward and he kind of takes us off into our dreams. So we have a lot of the planets that are considered really nice, Venus, Jupiter, and uh, Neptune. I mean, Neptune, some, you know, Neptune has a good and a bad rap, but the other two are really good. And then this morning at 8.33, Venus and Jupiter meeting up in the sky on the galactic center at 28 degrees, 11 minutes of Sagittarius. So it's a very, very juicy heavens right now. And it's a really big heavens about us thinking about what our vision is for our life, what our hopes and dreams are. And, of course, because Venus and Jupiter are tied to one of the most sensitive portals in the heavens on one of the most sensitive degrees of Sagittarius, where we're all a little more psychic, we're all a little more interested in making our dreams come true, these energies are really, really potent, you know, and they're really potent for you asking for what you want and saying, you know, this is my vision for my life ahead. This is what really is calling me. And then as it calls me, then this week as Saturn and, uh, or sorry, as, as Venus goes into Capricorn and Jupiter goes into Capricorn, we start to build that structure. So I want you to, sp and then of course there's a really juicy new moon, and I am doing a new moon webinar um, on uh, Tuesday. All right, the new moon's on Tuesday. I'm doing a new moon webinar on Monday. But anyway, one of the things that happened this week, and I always kind of pay attention, and I'm a very, very sentimental, uh, <laughs> very sentimental person, and I always watch the aspects. Um, so one of the things that happened this week was I got an email from a gentleman asking and saying, you know, he wanted uh, he wanted to propose to his girlfriend, and he wondered if there was there was a good day to do it, and that he'd asked permission of his girlfriend's daughter, Poppy, and Poppy had said yes. And uh, he wondered if, and I said, oh, that would be great. Uh, that's wonderful aspects for it. So, Epi, do you have something you want to say? I'm going to, I've always I've always loved Delilah, if you guys are a little listeners who, she's all about love, and I have a, I have a mood in Pisces. So, Epi, take it away. <laughs> Thank you, man. Oh, so um, well, it's, um, with Jana, it's, it's been an incredible ride it's like this amount of time has been so compressed and circular and orbital and just absolutely beautiful and incredible and i uh, it, it, everything with us just goes so deep and there's really no words for it but 
I really, really do feel like I'm going to be a cliche right now and say that I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And um, I just, ah, oh, man, I really can't. It's it's so hard to even say, but um, like I love you so deeply, and I want us to just have so many adventures together. So I hope that um, you'll consider um, marrying me and um, engaging in a bunch of new orbits. Uh, moving forward, um, you know, indefinitely. <laughs> so, I love you, and uh, will you marry me? All right. So all the rest of you, think about what you want to commit to, because Epi just said he wanted to commit to his beloved and her daughter, Poppy. And on that note, we're going to go into the rest of the weekly weather, and you're going to go back into the house and in about a half an hour. There's going to be a really happy lady in western Pennsylvania. Congratulations. Take care. Bye. 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 Okay. So on to the weekly weather. I'm highly sentimental. This kind of stuff just makes me cry. So hopefully you all had a little brightness in the day there. I know last week a couple of you wrote and said, my God, Ian, you're crying. You made me cry. So I thought, you know, we need a little optimism. We need a little love. And here's Tappy and Zana and Poppy, who are all hopefully going to live happily ever after. And, um, well, we are they are going to live happily ever after. Let's make a declarative statement. And as you think about your week ahead and this really juicy, juicy new moon in Sagittarius, which is in the house of hopes and dreams, um, you want to think about what your vision for your life is with Venus and Jupiter on that galactic center. And then as Venus goes into Capricorn and Jupiter goes into Capricorn, we go, wow. So Venus goes uh, into Capricorn, um, at tomorrow at 7.28 p.m. on Monday, and uh, Jupiter goes in on December 2nd. But right now, right now in the morning at 8.33, uh, Venus met Jupiter and said, hey, let's begin a new journey together. Many orbits, I think, Epi said. So off we go and um, into the day. So let's talk a little bit about the rest of the weather this week. Um and how we're going to use it or what we can do to use it to make it go forward and make it really kick up into kind of a whole new energy. So it's forward motion, and it's full steam ahead. And, of course, when Neptune turns direct in uh, in Pisces, he's been going backwards since June. And one of the things that Neptune really speaks to us about is that bigger dream and how we get there. And, of course, he, you know, for the whole century of the 20th, all last century and now, he's been in what we call a sextile to Pluto. And so um, that the good part about the sextile is it kind of says, okay, here's the structures, here's the vision of transformation. And if you think about all the things that have transformed in this century, um, you know, the one my dad, when he was a kid, there was an ice truck that used to deliver ice. That was how they kept the refrigerators cold. And it was very cool because they would cut the ice and you would get little ice chips. And, you know, I mean, that was the beginning of, you know, in, in 1930, not that long ago, right? And now think about all that's changed. Think about all that's changed just in your own lifetime. With Neptune right now, sex telling Pluto and Saturn, encouraging us to really think about those structures of our dreams and, and how they work and what they're about and where we're going to go with them and what do we want to build? What's what's the structure of our life that's under renovation and under deep? Now, everybody's talking about that big conjunction coming. And it's, you know, I'm at an astrology conference this week, so people are talking about it, but they're also kind of like, and that's the beginning. 
And I'm like, oh, right, it's the beginning. It's not like, I mean, it is a big day, and there will be big hoo-ha going on, but it is the beginning of the next chapter. So now as we lead up to that Saturn-Pluto conjunction, there's a real forward motion in terms of uh, what we're doing and how we're getting there and what that looks like and what we want to build our what we want to build in our life. So Epi knows he wants to build his life as Anna and Poppy and go forward and the rest of us all want to do something. So your job this week, real important week because we've got all this juicy fire energy and Jupiter leaves Sagittarius <laughs> on the 2nd of December not to come back there for another 12 years, 11 years. So this is a real intense time for all of us it's really much about this culmination energy and of course the the benefics are there and interestingly yesterday when we um uh we were at the conference one of the women did a uh uh, it was claudia bader did a uh, presentation on marriage charts and relationship charts and electing them and figuring out when's a good time to propose or when's a good time uh, to make that statement, that declarative, yes, this is what I want. So there's a lot of energy here around that energy. We also have Mars this week, right now, today, opposing Uranus over the next couple minutes. Uh, It's going to be exact um, today at 11.50 a.m., uh, and that's kind of an aha moment, a breakthrough, a seeing it in a whole new way. So there's a lot of energy in the heavens about new beginnings with the sun in Sag and Mars in Scorpio and Uranus in early Taurus. Those guys are all uh, beginning degrees. And then, of course, Venus and Jupiter head in there pretty quick later this week. So there's a lot of ending energy, which we've been working on a lot with that Mercury retrograde. But there's a lot of new beginnings coming in. A lot of new starts, a lot of, yes, I am. This is what I want. This is the vision I have for the rest of my life. This is the vision I have for the next chapter. And a lot of us are really feeling with that Saturn-Pluto that we have to dig in a little extra harder. Remember, Saturn rewards uh, us for our hard work. He doesn't praise us. He doesn't go, good job, you worked hard on that. But he kind of just expects it, you know. So you want to look around your life and see where you're being asked to do a little bit. You're asked to lean in a little more, asked to do a little more work around stuff that you might be feeling, oh, you know. But it it, it should start to go easier because the planets are all getting into um, positions, into new positions that say, yeah, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready to do this. And then at the same time, you want to kind of clear it out. So some of you know my neighbor died uh, a couple weeks ago, and um, she doesn't have a uh, family. So, but she did have, you know, she'd stated a number of times in her, you know, my in the years of me knowing her that she had a will and she was leaving her money to charity and yada yada. So I've been in her, her apartment with my assistant or with other people looking for the will because once I find the will, then we can take it and turn it over to the lawyer and. Then, then I'm done, right? But you know, who's gonna kind of like who's gonna do it, right? So I got my dad who died, right? And and there's a Peggy there, my stepmother, and then I've got my neighbor Peggy who died. So I've got two Peggies whose will well, I'm dealing with issues of wills with, right? So I'm like looking at the universe, going, this is really funny. I I think this is really funny, and I think it's a bad sense of humor because my Saturn's in Scorpio, the sign of death and wills, right? And I'm in Peggy's house, and I'm going through looking for this will. So I'm also going to say to all of you, right, get this weekend Thanksgiving, talk to your family about where the will is. 
<laughs> about what you want done when you die. You know, Saturn Pluto is morbid, and we are going to have, a, you know, we have a holiday. We don't want to ruin the holiday. Do it after dessert. But tell them where the will is so that they don't have to go digging through the apartment looking for the damn thing or the house when you die. And make sure you've got your stuff in order uh, with Venus and Saturn and Capricorn that we all leave and let the family members know so we can find the will. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I keep saying to my assistant, now remember the will in the in the filing cabin under the printer. Not that there's that much money, but, you know, I, I have one. And if you don't have a will, get one because this is um, this is the time. This is the season with Saturn and Pluto coming together. What is your last will and testament? What is it you want? I was having a conversation with my friend Lorraine about it, and she said, it's your last statement, your last opportunity to make a statement, your will. What What is it you will? What is it you want? That's why we have it, right? So get your will together if you don't have one. Tell your relatives where it is if you do have one. And then tell your relatives where it is after you get it together <laughs> this next couple of weeks. That's Saturn Pluto. Sign of endings and new beginnings. Pluto's the lord of the underworld. Saturn's the lord of the body. So we also are going to have a lot of uh, health aspects. So also a shout out to uh, a little prayers there for Ruth Bader Ginsburg in the hospital. Um, hopefully going to be okay with fevers and chills. When you're 86, it's a bigger deal than when we're our age, well, my age, or your age, hopefully. So let's say a prayer for Ruth. Um, and her continued health. At any rate, on to the moon, and off we go uh, with new beginnings this week and new adventures, and um, make that Thanksgiving, make that part of your Thanksgiving, a conversation about what you want done with your body and what you want done with your stuff. And then the other thing, <laughs> I'm in there in, in Peggy's apartment going through papers, right, and there's a joke file. Well, I have a joke file, so I throw it in the garbage. I have, you know, I'm pulling up, Playbills. I'm like, well, I have playbills. I'm throwing them in the garbage. I, I kind of was thinking, okay, when I finish with her apartment, I need to come here and kind of clean out mine because I'm going to leave a mess for people. Um, you know, so don't torture your ears. Help them. So moon today is in Scorpio. And for those of you who are a little worried because the proposal happened on a moon in Scorpio, great closing aspects of, the, of a moon sextile Pluto, and both of them have Scorpio moons. So that's a that's a good sign. Um, and as we go forward, uh, today's moon is Scorpio, and it goes void tomorrow, Monday at 1230, with a sextile to Pluto. And um, so this is a great day to ask for things and to move forward. As I mentioned before, we have the 833 in the morning uh, moon-Venus-Jupiter uh, conjunction, which is when the moment Epi proposed. And hopefully um, you all began something fun. And if not, you still have a couple days to get that underway. Tomorrow at 729, uh, we've got all the moon The moon aspects this week are, are nice and juicy for that moon in Scorpio with good aspects, with a sextile to Saturn and a sextile to Pluto. At 1230 uh, on the 25th, the moon goes into Scorpio, or leaves, or goes void in Scorpio. So Monday afternoon, the moon's void. Then Tuesday, bright and early, um, at 3.11 a.m., moon goes into Sag, and, and then there's a new moon at 10 in the morning, Tuesday morning, 10.06 to be exact. And the moon's in Sag, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, goes void at 5.30 a.m. on Thursday morning, and then goes right into Capricorn at 7.33 a.m. 
And the void of the Sag moon, of course, is delicious. It's moon joined Jupiter. Uh, and that is the last time the moon's going to meet Jupiter in Sag for 12 years. Okay, like this is a really juicy week for the vision, the inspiration. Light some candles. Sagittarius is a sign of candles. Think of those intentions. Um, and the moon is in Capricorn on the 28th, the 29th, and it goes void at 10.57 p.m. on Friday the 29th. And it is, uh, as it goes void, it also is occult, Saturn and Pluto. That means they're all at the same declination. Uh, and it jo- goes void with a conjunction to Pluto. So it's uh, kind of an intense energy over Thanksgiving. Not bad, but, um, it, you know, definitely definitive, which is why I'm encouraging you to talk about your endings. Then it's void all day Saturday morning until 3.13 uh, p.m. When on the 30th when it goes into Aquarius. And then it's in Aquarius uh, Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening, all day Sunday, and it goes void at 7.27 in the morning on the 2nd with a square to Mercury. So moon in Aquarius, square Mercury, um, we're having a will hunting party next Saturday, so hopefully we find a will. Um, And for all of you, you know, these are the moon aspects for the week. It's a nice week, especially the beginning of the week. The Capricorn moon's a little more serious minded. That's the Saturn, the weekend moon. And also when I whenever I see that uh Capricorn moon on a holiday, it tends to be a holiday where people sometimes maybe are a little sick. I can hear I can feel a cold coming in with mine. I'm gonna do some vitamin C when I get off the phone. Um or you're a little somber. So this could be a, a, a last Thanksgiving for some folks because that Saturn-Pluto is really a marker of endings of physical structures, and we are physical little critters. So that's the beginning part of the week. Um, and then when we look at the aspects, as I mentioned before, the Neptune stationing, now that's five days on either side. And Neptune stations to go direct at um He's at 15.55. He stations to go direct at 7.30 in the morning on Wednesday. So basically today, tomorrow, Wednesday, you know, I like the few days before, the few days after. So he's basically um, really affecting our emotionality this weekend, this week, because when he stops, he's at the same degree. So we're going to really be feeling deeply emotional, deeply feeling, deeply Neptunian, you know, just kind of and. Uh, the other part with Neptune, when he stops, this is often a big pickup time for people who have not, uh, you know, necessarily been, you know, feeling great. So you can kind of slip up on your 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 drugs, your alcohol, your stuff like that. So do be a little careful this week. There's a lot of emotion out there, and a lot of energy, and a lot of times with that moon. With Venus and Jupiter, both at the galactic center there's, center, there's great insights that come in, but sometimes they can be harsh or they can feel a little harder, and that is kind of directly tied to Chiron and Mars and Uranus all kind of talking to each other. We also are having Mars-Uranus opposition, which happens once every two years, and Mars is in Scorpio opposite Uranus and Taurus, so this is the first time the two of them have had this since Uranus has been in Taurus, because remember, he just went in last March. So this is also a push-off or a push-out into the world, uh, you know, sending stuff out and saying, I am, I am, I am. And so there's a lot of energy here, and also on a bad day, Mars-Uranus is a fight. Uh, where people get upset about things and kind of push forward. 
uh, into the you know not so happy space. But the, I'm really focusing more on the Venus-Jupiter. But it also can be you going, I, you know, I'm done with that. I'm really finished or I really see it clearly in a way I never saw it before. Um, and then, as I mentioned earlier, Jupiter finishing his year-long journey. Next Monday on the 2nd, he goes into Cap. Um, and I'm giving you that because he, uh, when he goes into Cap, we really feel him shift, right? And especially when he's at the last degree, he kind of does shout out. So he goes into Capricorn at 1.20 p.m. on the 2nd. And Venus goes into Capricorn uh, tomorrow night, Monday night, at 7.29 p.m. The busy days this week are Monday, and then very quiet Tuesday and Wednesday. Super busy Thursday. Friday's nice, a lot of good stuff going Friday, so we should get a good report on Black Friday. And then the weekend, next weekend, is a little bit more um, ending-y. You know, it's got more ending feelings to it, but not bad, just kind of working endings. So in our case, we're going to be cleaning out Peggy's apartment um, and hopefully finding the will. And in, I shouldn't say hopefully, I say then finding the will. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I have had a lot of, you know, you know, when you do this business, you have psychic friends. So all my psychic friends have all checked in and said, yeah, it's in the apartment, it's in the office, it's in the bottom, it's near the bottom. I did a horary and said that's where it is. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not afraid. I'm not going to find it. I'm just like, please let us find it. Um, okay, so on to the rest of the aspects. The sun this week runs from one sag to ten sag, which is very much about the candles, the illumination, seeing things and saying, yeah, this is where I want to go. The sun is in conjunct Uranus, and it kind of puts uh, puts a forward motion into the energy of making adjustments as we need to do that and kind of say, okay, I need to make this adjustment. It does have a little stress with Pluto uh, on the 28th where we're going to feel a little anxious. That's on Thanksgiving, you know, and you know, it's not always easy to talk about where you want to get buried and where you're what you want to do but i do remember when i was a kid growing up my grandparents the, all the old people would sit by on, by the um i sit on the love seats by the fireplace right we always had the holidays at our house my parents we had a big dining room table and you know 20 people for thanksgiving or for christmas and them all sitting by the couch you know having hors d'oeuvres and cocktails and talking about how they where they wanted to be buried or whether they want the, what they wanted done with themselves so have that conversation, in, in, you know, it's a good one. Uh, sun has a hard aspect with the nodes of fate on the 30th, making you have to make choices about what you want to do. And it also has a biquintile on December 1st, which is brilliantly inspired, and it links up when it gets married or works co- finds, finds a collaborating partner on December 1st. Mercury's running. He's direct, but he's running through that patch of sky that he's already been over twice. He's going through it for the third time. And he runs from 13 Scorpio to 18, almost 19 Scorpio. So he this week has a trine to Neptune, and that happens on the 28th. And the 28th, Mercury has a lot of good com- good conversational energy. Uh, he has the, he has an opposition to Vesta, so it's a lot about pushing home and hearth. It's a trine to Neptune, encouraging us to communicate. Because uh, remember, he's in Scorpio. So talk about your death or what your plan, your paperwork, where your pa- where you hid your will, and Mercury is sesquiquadrate to Chiron, which is a lot about the um, the conversations about that that might be a little wounding, and I would a caution because there is a lot of fire in the sky, and Mars is in Scorpio, um, we want to be a little bit careful about uh, conversations around politics this week 
at the dinner table. Um, there is no air in the sky. You know, it's all earth, water, and fire. So it's very much about doing stuff, seeing stuff, feeling stuff. But words are going to fail us a little bit. And, of course, Mercury's in Scorpio. Not that he doesn't tell the truth in Scorpio. He does. But he's answering to Mars in Scorpio, who is pretty direct and very strategic in many ways. But it's, you know, it's it's a very intense communication week. So um, proceed with caution on volatile topics. Venus, of course, we she's last last gasps of Sag, going into Capricorn on the 25th Monday at, at 7:28 p.m. And then she kind of bustles along with a nice trying to Uranus on the 28th Thanksgiving, uh, saying, "Yeah, let's create this, let's move this forward." She does have some wound, wounding words on the 27th, or wounds around words, and then she partners and creates something really delicious on the 30th when she links up with Ceres, and then on Monday the 2nd, she has a uh, an aspect to Venus. So there's a lot of energy there around her, or, I'm sorry, Venus has, an as, Venus has an aspect to the nodes of fate. A lot of energy there around them uh, uh, connecting and forming a new thing. And of course, this this happens annually. Venus hits up with the nodes. But in this case, because she just went into Capricorn after her union with Jupiter, you want to watch who comes in because you know when we ask things or we push for things or we, you know, inspire things. That's how magic happens. That's how we create. You know, air, earth, fire, and water. Um, and because there is no air, you may find your words are a little clumsy. Right? Um, Mars this week is three Scorpio to eight nine Scorpio, and he has of course the Uranus opposition today at eleven fifty. And a contra parallel uh, tomorrow at 3:24 in the morning, both of which are separating energies. So we want to kind of watch for that separation partial, partial placement. And then we have Mars in a hard, in a helpful, a hard aspect to Eris, the goddess of discord, on December 1st. So there's a lot of energy there around um, pushing us into kind of a whole new uh, place, and um, kind of encouraging us to take a stand or to, to make a stand or to say what we want. And, of course, Quindicilis are a little bit cranky energy. So they're, they can be energy where we really feel like, gee, you know, I'm, I'm having to do this and I'm not in the mood. Uh, then, of course, Mars has a lovely aspect to the nodes of fate on December 2nd when we all come back from the long weekend and we say, okay, off we go. Uh, Jupiter this week, as I mentioned, has already got that aspect with Venus over and done. And then he is working on helping you with your house stuff as he has a sesquiquadrate to Vesta. Um, so he's kind of in the mood to do that. And then, of course, he changes into Capricorn and simplifies and compromises, uh, you know, kind of restructures things, compromises his expansive nature into a practical, direct focus. Uh, Uranus this week <clears throat> is at three... Uh, Three Taurus, and he has, of course, the opposition to Mars later today, and uh, he has the trine to Ceres on the 25th. So he's in a really creative mood, and of course, that's a good time for trying new recipes. I'm going to bring a rutabaga puff, <laughs> and of course, my famous pumpkin cheesecake bars uh, to Thanksgiving. I actually, it was funny, I um, I had therapy this week, I've kind of been going back, we've been having a lot of stuff on, Ian needs processing, and so I said something to my therapist, she said, you know, I've known you for like over 25 years, 
because I originally was her computer consultant before I migrated into being her therapeutic client, and she went, oh. And I said, yeah, we were talking Thanksgiving, and she goes, so you're making those pumpkin cheesecake bars? <laughs> and I'm like, I am. You want me to bring you some? She goes, no, 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 no. And, of course, I will bring her some pumpkin cheesecake bars. They're really good. My aunt came make them, uh, and it's like one of those recipes. People eat it, and they go, oh, my. Yeah, it's like cream cheese pumpkin bars on, on graham cracker crust. They're amazing. Um, so, yeah, pumpkin cheesecake bars and rutabaga puff. How's that sound? Uh, and then on the weekend, I also make a uh, turkey pot pie, which is one of my favorite parts of Thanksgiving with leftover turkey. As we mentioned, uh, Neptune this week is stationing, and that's all big about swirling energy, emotional swirling energy. Uh, Chiron has a great deal of uh, uh, ending of a partnership on November 30th, as he contraparallels uh, Juno. Ending a partnership that wounds and saying, you know, this is kind of not helpful for me. Vesta's biquintile uh, Juno, so there's a lot of energy in terms of the two of them kind of partnering and figuring out what they want to partner with. Athena is helping you see things clearly. She's linking up with good partners on the 26th, but she's also adjusting her relationships to others on the 28th. And then uh, Juno is is squaring the nodes of partners on the 28th. So it's making choices about partnerships and how we proceed. And you may find on the 28th, you're kind of like, okay, I'm seeing this clearly, and there we go. And then you've seen it. And once you know what that happens, when you see something, you can't go back again, right? So we wish you all, uh, Max, Remo, and I here at the uh, Bright Red Desk, wish you all a great and wonderful, blessed Thanksgiving, my favorite holiday, because you don't have to buy presents. You just have to eat good food and hang out with people you love. And uh, we'll be back at the Bright Red Desk next Sunday. Hopefully I'll be able to announce will in hand. I have the will. I have the will. And also, please, please, prayers for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, she's beloved, wonderful. Um, you know, pray for her health. Pray for her, for her path. Pray for the light that she brings. And for all of us, you know, as we enter the season of lights with sun and sage, be illuminated. May we all be illuminated, as my friend Shannon likes to say. Uh, Light candles, inspire yourself. Think about your dreams. Work on building the structure of the life. Get the vision in place. Jupiter's leaving us next week. He's got one more week in Sag, and then he's into Capricorn where he's going to start doing stuff. So give permission to yourself to say yes to your life and to the best life that you can envision for yourself, and then go work on it. Ann Ortley, signing off from the Bright Red Desk. Take care and uh, have a great Thanksgiving. Bye-bye.